what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves this is so wild to me. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I just would have never expected myself. I mean, I don't know why I would have never expected it, but just to like talking to a microphone is so crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's becoming more natural for me. Cause this is what? Fifth, fifth time probably I've been on here? Yeah, you've been on a lot. Yeah. Now it's just yeah. normal. Yeah, no, I feel the same here and not here. But I was reading what you, <laughs> I was reading what you posted the other night about the... Um, you never heard your voice recorded before? Never. I hate my voice recorded. I can hear like I hear my voice right now. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. I know. I've I've always been that way. I I I I don't either, but now I'm just used to it, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't like how it sounds either. It sounds weird. It's like this is this is how I annoy people. This is what I sound like. <laughs> when you call someone, this is what you sound like on the phone. Right? This is what everyone has to hear every day. <laughs> Do you think anyone's like, "Oh, I love my voice." Like I love how my voice sounds. No one likes their Probably. voice. Probably. I mean, some people have nice voices on the phone. Yeah, to us. But do That's they? True. Think well, then that, we all hear yeah. our own voice. We don't think that. That's we all true. think our voices suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's going on, Dan? Nothing. How did you get here? How did I get here? You run here? I drove here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm here with Mikey Fashino, and I'm here with Dan McCree. Macri, close enough. Macri, oh. that's all right. <laughs> Macri, uh, this is another live. What do we call in this segment? Because now it's every. Uh, yeah, week. no, we got to think of something. It's every. What do you, week what do you think? What, <laughs> what would you think would have been a cool name for this if it had live mic in front of it? <sighs> Could it just be live mic on the move, like or something like that. Or are we sticking to on the move? Or are we using move with everything? No, we don't have to. It doesn't no. have to be. No, no, no. Hmm. I think it's just like live mic and. I don't know. It has to be live mic something, right? Could just be live mic sessions. I don't know. Sessions. Sessions, I would think more recording music. Yeah. We'll think of it. If it pops up throughout this podcast, make sure you throw it out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of this podcast, there will be a name for the live mic (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Because it's like the fifth one. Yeah. We have to like eventually name it. Yeah. Because we have intimate hour. Ooh. That's a good one. What's the intimate hour? Just a one-on-one. And we it's like, oh, I'll light a candle. We'll uh, we'll have coffee or something. Well, you really make it into the dim the lights. And then cool. we just talk. I got it. Well, what if we do like an hour on the mic? On the mic. An hour like on that. the mic. On the mic. Yeah, I like that. On the live mic. <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> All right, live, cool. Live on the mic. Live on the mic is live is on good. the mic. I think you came up live with it. Live on the mic. I like that. That's it. We got to have like a picture for that. Yeah. Like a promo. I will create it. Yeah, it's yeah, recorded yeah. live on the mic. Just so it's on there. Oh, so don't forget. nice. There it is. Live on the mic. It's already trademarked. We're good. That's it. <laughs> so we got Dan live on the mic right now. There we go. Macri. Yep. There you go. How did you guys meet? How did... uh? We met a few weeks ago. Uh, we were both at an event at Nutty Irishman. Networking event. Yeah. A networking event. <laughs> and he happened to come up to the table and ask what I do. I briefly explained it, and the rest is history. Now here we are. Jeez. Now we're live on the mic. Well, what do you do? <laughs> so I run a music blog. Um, 
the whole purpose of me starting it was actually it's a funny story. So I'm a teacher by day. I'm a special education teacher. Oh wow. And I kind of got into this rut like a year ago or so where I was sick of doing the same thing day in and day out. Going to work, coming home, writing lesson plans, grading papers, going to sleep. Same thing. Yeah. So I was looking in a new direction. was thinking about doing A&R. And I have a friend who's in the music industry. And she had suggested starting a blog. Great to bring to interviews. And within a couple of months, I realized A&R is not what I want to do at all. And this is kind of what I fell in love with. So I started it with the reason of trying to promote like new bands or up-and-coming bands, bands that people wouldn't know. Like If you're someone who just listens to the radio or something, you'll never know. Underground. That's a good way to put it. Indie, um, like that. All different types of music. That's okay. what I love about doing the blog. I, it's nice to run it. I run it on my own. I'm the sole employee of it, so I can do whatever I want, which is pretty cool. So I have a very wide range of music. I'll listen to anything besides country. For the most part. I got you. So we have stuff from like indie rock to pop punk to hardcore bands to like jam bands. Wow. And the whole point is just to help them gain recognition and exposure. So I only write about them if I like them. So you don't write negative reviews? Never. Okay. Never write negative reviews. And that actually had a lot of backlash in the beginning just from like friends and family. They were saying, how can your work be valid if you love everybody? I was saying I don't love everyone. I, I only write about people who I think are good. So like I have plenty of bands that message me, and I just won't write about them because in my mind they're not good. Yeah, well, and what you're not going to bash them? No, because you know? I'm not an artist myself. I can't play an instrument. I can't sing. I don't have any voice. That's yeah. what I was saying. So, it's hard to judge somebody when you someone's yeah. music when you don't really know what's behind it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I might think they're terrible, but the person standing right next to me watching them might think they're the greatest band they ever heard. Yeah, yeah. So who am I to? It's just Talk preference. Negatively. You can't even. It's just your opinion is what your it's your block. Yeah. So I do concert reviews. I'll do album reviews. Uh, just simple band and artist reviews, interviews. Uh, I've recently been doing a few music video reviews, which has been fun. Uh, but it's how good. does a music so like how do you break down a music video? Uh, do you have like a criteria? Like I I picture like a checklist. Like <laughs> not really good. for the most they part. Got that. I kind of wing it each time with no matter what I write. Um. Like, when I write about an album, it's when I'm listening to it first. Because I like it to be my first reaction, my first... Impulse. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to change my, my mind. Like, if this is what I heard, like, whether I heard a, uh, a band that I sound similar to or something like that, I like to write about it right away. So, normally, I won't write about a video until, like, the first or second time I watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about the way it looks. You know, like, a lot of these up-and-coming bands, they don't have the money to hire all these crazy... Like, I'm sure thousands of dollar recording people. Yeah. So I like to see what they did with what their means are. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, a lot of these bands, I got to say, are making it pretty cool. Um, no one, at least that I've written about, they're all very different. No one seems to be following that same typical pop punk music video where everyone's in this nice backdrop <laughs> and they're all like dancing and rocking out like in front of a beach. Like that makes any sense to their song. Yeah. Like they're making, they're actually thinking about the concept of uh, yeah. what they want it to be about. Like uh, I recently uh re- reviewed a video of this band Haunting Portraits. And they're like an alternative emo type band, but they released it around Halloween, so they made it a whole Halloween theme. And they have like in a cabin where they're all getting murdered. Like that's some original thing. Like they didn't just stand in front of a backdrop and just rock it. Like they didn't even have instruments in it, which I like. Like it's cool to see a band play in the video, but I'm like, that's not really you playing. Like you're just doing this for the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna watch you play, I'd rather watch you play live than watch it in the video, you know? Yeah. So have that, like have live footage in your video. Yeah, yeah. It, like if you're gonna put you if you're gonna put your band in the video, at least make it a little bit live. Like, don't just stand in front of a backdrop and 
do the same thing that every other band or artist does yeah. in every single video. I'm actually going to speak with uh, this guy out east next week. He's called uh, Root Note Productions. Have you heard of him? Yes. They specialize in outdoor Long Island setting music videos. So oh. Senses like that Very where cool. they yeah, yeah. it's like a, they call it like an outdoor recording studio. So exactly that. These are guys who make that happen. And yeah. it's, it's an awesome concept. They it's set different. them up or? Yeah. Like if you want to yeah. go do it on a lake or something in, in Huntington. Yeah. You know, they'll set up a, a, a video set on the lake in Huntington and oh, wow. record your music video. But it's actually recording you outside. That's they pretty, pretty much dope. set up a, a, a mobile recording studio at a location that you want to shoot. So cool. that adds that live aspect to it. Right. That's it's their different. business. Yeah, that's what they do. That's just a business. Like, that's a business. Like, a business. setting up outside yeah. studios. That's funny. It's like by itself, that's a business. Yeah, that's money we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how did you get into, like, what made you choose music blogging um, from like, being a teacher? Well, I, I mean, I've always been good at writing, or at least I've always thought I've been good at writing. Oh, you've always written? Yeah, uh, not always written, but like I, it's always just kind of come naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and music, it's funny, like everything in my life didn't point towards doing anything with music. But when I think about it, like it kind of did. So like everything in my life, I've had to volunteer for a special ed summer school when I was in eighth grade. My mom made me. <laughs> and like I fell in love with teaching and throughout like, my whole high school and college career, like that's what I was focused towards, you know, and that's what I still love doing and I love working with kids and teaching them, but I've always had an obsession with music ever since I was like in second grade. Like my first album was the Dookie album by Green Day. Like yeah. when I was like second or third grade Oh wow! <laughs> and I've always been obsessed with music. And so it's been a way of me like calming down, just escaping things. And when I was talking to my roommate uh, a couple of years, well, like two years ago when I started this now, he was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like you basically have a borderline obsession with music. Like I, I can't go like five minutes without listening to music. Oh yeah. So it kind of just all, like once I thought about it, I was like, yeah, this is kind of what I should have been doing all along. And I like that it's just me because it doesn't feel like a job. You know, it right. doesn't doesn't feel like I'm coming home and I have to do this and oh, uh, like I, I don't have time for this. It's still fun to me, at least for now. So for sure, that's like that's the most important thing for me that I don't feel like I'm leaving work to go to work. You know? Pick your pick your off days. Yeah, which is. Running it is a blessing, yeah. and also it could be like a huge negative. You're learning a lot how to learn a lot, yeah. and and it's forcing me to stay stick to schedules. But it's also negative in that, like, there's days where I'm like, oh, I got so much to do. Like, maybe I'll just push it off till Friday. And I'm like, like that's not like the thing I want to start falling into, and yeah. I don't do it often. But like, you see that once you're running your own thing, like, yeah. it's great to have that power, but it also sucks to have that power. I did that. Yeah. I, I went last week. I had I had a bunch of projects I had to do. I had to fix three of my cars. And I took a three-day off period where I just, you know, I didn't look at my phone. I didn't look at my computer. I just left everything. But then you go back to it on, like, Friday night or Saturday, and you're Stacked like, up. holy shit. You know, it's like saving your project for the end of school. And you don't realize yeah. you don't realize how much your own stuff racks up. Seriously. You know? Like, even you said, all the time. Yeah. when you sent me that artist the other night, um, like, I plan on getting to it right away. Yeah. And, like, obviously, I didn't get to it till last night. Yeah. Just, like, little <laughs> things kind of build up. And you're like, yeah. And before you know it, you're like, shit, I have so much to do. It's like, wow, I haven't, I haven't answered that text in five days. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, and like, I always mean to, I always mean to answer it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll, I'll get to it in like an hour. Like a lot of times people will text me or message me when I'm at work. I'm going to teach. I can't answer. Yeah. And then I won't remember until like midnight that night. I'm like, oh, they oh, messaged me at like 1130 this morning. Yeah. You texted me the other night. Yeah. At 1230. Like, at 1230. I was like, oh, and I didn't realize what time it was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh God. I was like, it's all right. I'm only halfway through Goodfellas right now. So, <laughs> oh, it's a four hour. Commitment. Yeah, it was an excursion. I do that all the time on my podcast. Like, I have to edit them. I got to post one tonight, and I haven't edited it yet. You know, <laughs> but I, but I have, but I have to do it. But. Yeah, 
That's why I knew I'd be here today. So I wrote it yesterday and had it all edited. So I I usually post uh, at noon every time I post a review. Yeah. Like this morning, I was like, if I wait till noon, I'm going to be here. Never going to do it. So I had to like push it up a little earlier. But like even little things like that, like just being mindful of like, you know, you got shit to do. Like, but once it takes over as your primary, or it, you know, if and when it does, then you're not gonna. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't care. If I wasn't teaching, like I would have so much more time. I'd be able to get all this done. Yeah, but yeah. check out check out the app later. You can schedule, you know, I think like up to twenty five posts at once, and pick the date and time they're gonna post. So you really? can you can you sit for an hour and a half and upload seven posts worth of content. Um, and yeah. and for each day you can have it launch at noon and it'll automatically post at noon for you. There's a few uh, services. There's that a couple. Do of them. That, There's right? the free one that's like iffy, and then you know you pay like seven bucks a month or something. You could do unlimited. Yeah, you can do yeah. videos and stuff. But no, because I, I always thought the same thing too. That one right there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because I had that same issue where it's like, all right, I want to post stuff, and then next thing you know, three days later, you're like, oh shit, I forgot to post it. I tell myself I'm gonna post it at five o'clock tonight. Now it's nine thirty, and like, all right, now it's too late to throw it up because it's just you know. You know yeah. the social times. Especially with all the social times and you want to have, yeah. you want to go for the times you hope people are on there the most. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I do noon. Like most people are either on lunch or around that time. So True. Yep, that's how that. I think of it. And yep. I usually look at like three o'clock as well because not everybody, but for the most of the world, you're usually leaving work around that time. It's yeah. the, so the most wake, people are back on, you know? It's the wake up, the lunch, the ride before home. Bed. The wake up. I post every dinner. single morning. Yeah. That's what it is. And before bed. The wake up, the lunch, the dinner. Actually, it's all day, dude. <laughs> like yeah. everyone's on their phones all day. It's like rush hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's like, supposed to have a time, but it's really yeah, the entire day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, rush hour is not an hour. Rush like, day. Yeah. Everyone, I if you if I'm not on this right now, I'm probably on my phone. You know. Yeah, like, of course. So it's funny. I when I post it, typically I I will get the same amount of posts likes throughout the day, depending no matter what time I post it. Yeah. But when you post it at those peak times, you get the most likes in a Quicker. short amount of time. So it spreads faster. True. So it's still beneficial to do that time, even if, you know, yeah. you get the same feedback a couple hours later. Yeah. Having that instant, instant like notice is huge. Yeah. That, it spreads so fast. That's the, the algorithm. Most, that's the most important. It's like the first hour or something like that. That's yeah. how you get placed in the top of whatever it is. Science. Yeah. <laughs> Science. <laughs> <laughs> Things uh, we don't know. Yeah. So what's like one of the most interesting reviews you've done, or I guess ones that you've liked the most? Because you're not going to tell me a bad one. No, I know you didn't. So like, that's like what I work. So if I go to a show that has like a six band bill, yeah, like I only like two of the bands, I'll just write about those two, and I'll pretend like those other four weren't even at the show. Okay. I've gotten one bad response from that in the very very beginning, Um, probably like my second or third concert review. So a month into doing this, and. I just remember I wrote like one sentence like with a a night of like lackluster openers like this band did great right oh. and it was like the very first time I ever wrote anything negative and I've never said anything negative since because like, I didn't even mention a band's name and yeah. they messaged me like the band I wrote about messaged me like thank you so much but these other bands are kind of like hurt by what you said and I'm like dude I didn't even mention their names and I'm thinking to myself like I just started so yeah. I'm feeling bad I'm like asking my friends I'm like yo should I have like not said this and then. <laughs> They were all kind of like, yo, F that. Like, you didn't say their names. You didn't say anything. But that was like the one little negative thing I've ever written. And like, I immediately got a reaction. So I'm straight away from that. So now I just don't even mention the other bands, which is fine. Like, if you want to know what the other bands are like, you can easily look up that show. Yeah. But I just won't. But you take advantage of that too, because it's like, there's nobody who can't like you. You know, if a band is following you for five years and they're like, yo, this guy's never written about me. 
that's it's like saying something, but it's not saying something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's when you get that review, you can't be scared of it. Like a food critic, there's no bad review. Right. And yeah. it's like when it's like, yeah, finally he wrote about me. That means that you know you kind of yeah. Once yeah, you yeah. get that, once you get that reputation, your name could mean a lot in that sense. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that within the Long Island scene, I, mean, I don't really consider myself big, but I am known, which is wild to me. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't ever thought I'd be someone that people like it's a lot smaller than really you think. cared a lot smaller. Well, like you'll walk in to a show and someone will be like, like people, oh, shit. yeah, people come up and say hello, like uh, like they know you're gonna review it. Possibly, like I don't review every show oh, I go to, so no one knows. So like, <laughs> I like that. I don't do every show I go to, really, just depending on like I went to the show the other night that I plan on writing about, but when I got there. I was just going to celebrate that all the notions. It was their last show going to support because I really like them. Yeah. Um, but the show was good enough that I was like, yo, I'm definitely going to write about this. Uh, the other good thing is a lot, like, like Mike just said, it's such a tight knit community mm-hmm. that like a lot of the bands that I've written about go to all the other local shows. Yeah. So there'll be people who come up and see me and like, I'll, I'll like a band that played the other day, this band scare 20. That is a very good band. Everyone should check out. Um, like they came up to me after their set, and my friends were like, "That's so crazy! They know you." I'm like, "Not really." Like, when you think of the like, it's the same people at every show. Like, it's even if they didn't know who I was, like they would recognize me at this point. Like, you always recognize yeah. people at all of these right, shows. Right. Yeah, live. You're probably getting known out there now. I don't. I haven't gone to a lot yet. You've been to a few. There's a couple. I mean, yeah. some people know my face, but it's just that thing. Is you just want to get your <laughs> face out there as much as possible. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, it's, it says even as if, you know, people may just recognize you from the Instagram. Be like, Oh, I saw two pictures of him on that Instagram. So maybe that's him. Yeah. Yeah. One day. How, I, I knew I was first being somewhat recognized when I went to a show to, I don't even remember what band I went to go see. And their manager messaged me a few days later. and was like, Oh, the band wished like I had to like leave right after the set. Like, Oh, they wish they got to meet you. They'd really like to FaceTime with you. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Like we, we can FaceTime. I, I guess like, sure. Like, do you want to see me? Sure. And he was. I was like, yeah. Like, let me know what time you want. And like, here's my number. Call me. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, you don't understand. They want like FaceTime. Like, they want to meet you. Like, they want to be seen with you. And I was like, what? Like, me? Like, who the hell am I? Like, and this was like still kind of early into it. So I was like, these guys know who I am already. Like, that like blew my mind. I, was, I can't believe people actually yeah care about who I am or. And you've only been doing this like a year, right? Uh, yeah. So around. Well, you said two years, right? No, like the whole idea. So like, I misspoke on that. It was. It's been up and running for about a year. So okay. about a year and a half I've been like thinking about it. Okay. But we it opened, I guess, around Thanksgiving last year. So about a year. So what's open considered for you? Like, like open like the website fully live, social media starting, like actually. Started going your to first sh- post. Yeah. Was a year. Yeah. Gotcha. Like the idea was like a year and a half ago, the the whole idea behind it, the thinking about it, the going back and forth, should I do this, should I not type thing. And then one day I was just like, All right, look, I'm gonna go for it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And I have my cousin's wife runs her own blog she does like books and all things like that and she set me up with someone to help me create the website which there is nice because cool. i tried creating it on my own mm-hmm. you know damn hard it is to set up a website oh yeah yeah we're, we're mean, all doing even, it even if you use like wix it's still crazy hard yeah, yeah. like I, I i emailed him and i was like listen i set up the basic thing but like, i can't figure this out i couldn't even figure out how to set up like the the, the bar at the top that has all the different sections yeah like, what were you I, using? I Word, were you using WordPress? Uh, I used Bluehost and WordPress, yeah. Oh, well, oh WordPress you, you is hard. In, you jumped yeah, in. WordPress, WordPress is like as so, hard as it gets. So now I'm getting better with WordPress. I like it a lot. Wow. Or I worked up to it, but yeah, you get, yeah. You get the hang of it. That's where I started, which I didn't realize how, that it was considered a difficult one. So that's the first time I've heard that. It's good oh, to know. yeah, that's as hard as it gets. I mean, then there's like Wix and then there's, what's that other one? There's like Squarespace. Squarespace. That's what yeah, I started. Those are the two big ones. I've done everything, actually. I've tried them all. 
Yeah. But now I'm on WordPress just because it, it has the most capabilities. And then yeah, and it has everything yeah. built into it, into the system. That's, yeah. that's what, kind of why I chose Bluehost because Bluehost was affiliated with WordPress. Mm-hmm. And we're, they have every, you don't have to like yeah. download any other programs or anything like that. Use, Everything's just right in there. I use SiteGround yeah. for my hosting. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bluehost is the host of this podcast, too. Like, that's Whoa. what I use for this. Ooh. Yeah. They Blue must Host. love us right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through SoundCloud. Um, all right. So, where was I, though? Oh, yeah. So, what's a day? Like, you'll go out to a show and not know if you're going to review it. Only if you hear something good, then you'll go. And not all it. the time. Some shows I'm going with the intention to write about them. If I know they're a good band, if I know there's a good artist, I'm going in with, okay. like, I, like I'll, I'll never bring, like, a notepad, but I'll have my phone out the whole time. Which I wonder, I always wonder if bands like look at me like, why is he on his phone? We're like, really, I'm just writing down notes, like things I want to remember. Yeah, yeah. And I've always wanted, like, I saw a band was just like watching me and I was like on my phone. I was like, I probably look like such an asshole that it looks like I'm texting and not paying attention to you. Yeah, who is this guy? I'm listening. But yeah, it's mostly I'll just, like, if I know I'm going, I'll have my phone out the whole time. I'll always ask either the bartender or someone that has the set list so I know the order they're playing Mm -hmm. and we'll continuously take notes. But sometimes, like I said, like I had no intention and then. Someone impressed me enough that it was worth it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Have, I picture you like have, have like a clipboard. That's like, why I use my phone because like I don't want to be that weirdo like walk around with a with a little notepad. <laughs> yeah. So I use my phone, which I guess doesn't make me look the best, but <laughs> hopefully people hear this and learn why I have yeah. my phone out all the time. It's like a doctor, like at a doctor's office. Like, what are you writing down? Or, yeah. It's like, what is that guy doing? Right. You gotta go in there with that. Yeah, but you, you know, you're you're working at a show. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, it's a job. That's the best part about this industry is, like you said, just going to the events, getting invited to stuff, you know, not yeah. having to pay for events. It is cool yeah. not to pay for shows. <laughs> oh, is that how you're at? Not every show level? I go to, but yeah, some, yeah. That's cool. So, like, they'll invite you to come and review? Yeah, so I'm working with this company, Cobalt Company. They're a, um, they do, like, promotions and all things for different shows. But because I'm going to write for them and I get to choose what shows I go to, I get free admission. I guess nice. Like a lot of bands will give like free merchandise and stuff. So it has its nice little perks to it. (laughs) That's dope. Yeah, Yeah. I can't can't complain. Yeah, for sure. But even the money, like that was a big thing that a lot of friends and family said before I started this too. Like, how can you continuously spend money on these shows? But what no one really understood at first is I'll spend $10 to go see six bands. Like I'm not going to $100 shows at the Garden. Yeah. I'm going to Abneyville Music Hall and spending $8 to listen to six bands. I'll sacrifice, yeah, like I'll sacrifice those $10 or so. Yeah. That's not killing me. To hear six bands, that typically, for the most part, Long Island is a very good music scene. Most bands are pretty good. Yeah. It's worth spending. It's not like I'm spending 100 each week or every, or however many shows I go to. Mm -hmm. Have you traveled like and reviewed other places or just Long Island? Uh, just Long Island and the city. I haven't traveled anywhere else. I'm fully open to it. Yeah. But like I said, I'm a teacher, so like I'm limited to the weekends. Yeah. Totally. And just haven't had a show worth really traveling for yet. Yeah, I got you. Or like I've had bands that I would go see, but I've already reviewed them on the island. I know what they like, so I'm not going to waste my time driving to Connecticut. Yeah. For what I already know is going to be, you know. What's cool? Yeah. Like I said, it's a small community. You know, saturate it. Get your name out there and just be the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Long Island reviewer. Yeah. It yeah. seems to be working so far. I've gotten very yeah. good reactions from it. So, How does uh, Manhattan compare to here with the music scene? So the only bands I've seen in Manhattan are Long Island bands that have oh. gone to Manhattan. So <laughs> I guess I can't really say. So you're the Long Island reviewer. Like, that's, for the most part. That's your niche. Yeah, for the, definitely right my now. niche. Like I will definitely review. And for the most part, I will find Long Island bands where bands from whether the West Coast or just anywhere else, I won't write about them so much unless they reach out to me. 
because yeah. that's not really what I'm looking for. Um, but I'm not against it. Like if I, if there's a good band like that band Haunting Portraits, I was just telling you about. I did their video. They're from Florida, and they were on a tour last year, and they knew I was in Long Island, and they had a day off, so they just booked a show in Amityville. Come see it. So like Whoa. I'll do things like that. Like I will definitely support. Like and they're a good band. So if you're good, I'll support you. But I only really look for Long Island ones, for the most part. I got you. We got to put Frank Sinatra in front of you. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you ever reviewed Vonalia? I have not reviewed Vonalia. I've seen her live once uh, at Amityville Music Hall. She jumped on stage with Tropidelic, I guess, like last spring, mm-hmm. um, and she did um, one song with them, and she was very good. And then I was actually just telling Mike, I went to go see her. She played with Nonstop to Cairo and Ballyhoo and Mulcahy's, but I didn't realize she was going on like right when the doors opened. So I got there like right at the end of the set. Oh but, wow! But I know. I mean, I so know she her. didn't get a review yet. No, she never got a review. Never got a review. <laughs> It's coming. It's definitely coming because she is definitely someone who has the potential to make it. I mean, she's already signed to Law Records, so in my mind, she's already made it. She's on tour right now. Like you know, Law Records. You've heard. You know that. Yeah, I know Law Records is. I'm a big yeah. fan of Pepper and all those bands mm-hmm. that are part of it. Yeah. Oh wow, this is cool because I don't know it. So Pepper like, is Law. You know. That? Yeah. 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 I, I don't. I'm not in the whole band world and all this. So like when other people notice it, I'm like, oh wow. That's Cool, because yeah. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, but her to be on Law Records is big. Yeah. Congratulations to you if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, she's killing it. Um, she actually is with out out in L.A. right now with. Uh, I think she's with Tropidelic. If I saw that correct, I saw it earlier today. She's I, with Peter Dante. Oh, I do, I saw that picture, which I would love to meet him. <laughs> bring I saw back, her put that on this. God, like I what? wish that was me. I don't. Ha, ha, is Peter Dante in the music scene? Like, so, <laughs> what's going on? I've been following. I've been this? following his Instagram for like a couple of years now. Oh, okay, Peter Dante. And I don't know if it's that he's part of the music scene, or he just like loves weed so much that he just <laughs> like jumps in with all the other reggae bands that love it because he always seems to be with them. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if it's just hey, I'm famous. You guys are famous too, so we can hang out with each other. I don't know how that works, but he is always have something. He's always with some other. F- Famous celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard him singing. I saw some videos of him like singing uh, in like Jamaica, some Bob Marley song. Dude, he <laughs> sings. He sings like reggae every morning, like when he's making <laughs> breakfast for his kids. Like I, I, I'm always laughing at his Instagram. I would, he is someone I would love to meet. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever cool. be able to really do anything professionally <laughs> since he's not a musician. I, but I think he has an album of something. Really? Or, or like, there's music online of his. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Peter Dante's music. <laughs> Peter Dante. Um, I forgot she's, where I was. She's before gonna that. be performing at our Christmas show next month. Did she say yes? I'm pretty sure David said she said yeah. We're doing a Toys for Tots event at the American Air Power Museum in Farmingdale. Cool. And we're doing a little Christmas concert with our our hidden singers. <laughs> we got a guy, our friend David. He runs the charity that we work with, and he's close your eyes. It's Frank Sinatra. He sounds just like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right. So how many uh, artists are you looking to get on that bill? Um, Him, and he's going to do... Well, he, he he said they already said yes. Uh, he's going to do a duet with Kayla, who's part of Doses and Mimosas, now called Friends. Okay. Um, He's going to do a duet with Vonalia and this girl who we met who works at Microsoft, who's a singer, and she wants to sing with him too. And then I'm trying to get the Fashino brothers on, because just, why not? They're <laughs> awesome, and it's... Yeah, got the same name as me, so <laughs> it's spelled the same. Exactly the same. Wow. We're trying to make a family connection. We haven't made it yet. You must have one. It's crazy. That would be cool. But yeah, I was gonna do that, and then um, it can't be that common of a last name. It's not. I've never. I heard it once before when I was working at the car dealership. 
I'm Mike Fashino, and a Mike Fashino came in the dealership, and the other salesman came to get me, and he's like, yo, you're at the front door. I'm like, what do you mean? There's this guy named Mike Fashino. I went to go say hi to him, and he was like, wow. He said, you live in Massapequa? I'm like, yeah. We go to the same doctor. So every, time he, goes, every time he goes, well, the insurance is the same, whatever. And he was like, you're the other guy. He said, every time I talk to, I talk to the insurance company, they always ask, do you live in Levittown or, or Massapequa? He was oh, like, you're the Massapequa yeah, that's guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, so that was the only other time I ran into a Fashino. And then, uh, yeah, then and this band is 15, 17-year-old. I've ha- I've gone to the Aviation Center. It's a cool spot. Like a meeting. I went there for like a field trip when I was in elementary school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's about it. I figured it works, though. You know, World War II themes place. It's a Marine-run charity. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra singing there. Yeah. I talked to the guy, the manager the other day, and we're going to load the presents on to a deuce and a half. It's Yo, cool, we so. should, cool, cool, cool. We yeah. should dress up David in like a Frank Sinatra like, suit. <laughs> Like, imagine that. That'd be cool. That would be funny. Oh, man. Have him look like he's walking straight out of Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, be. yeah. Literally. Slick his hair back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that yeah. It's crazy. Though. I'll show you. I'll show you him after. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you should yeah. come. Yeah. When is it? That'd December 9th from 6 to 9. It's a Sunday. 9th. Okay. It's going to be cool. I'm Ooh, a Sunday? Sunday night, yeah. I like that. I like Sunday. Farmingdale High School is donating cookies and coffee. Oh, let's Ooh. find some more. Got that. I actually wanted to go to Stu Leonard's and see if they would, because it's literally right there, if they would just kind of donate a small Pickens catering. If they have like the donut Stu Leonard's? Isn't Stu Leonard's like alcohol? They have two separate. They have massive supermarkets now. It's like the Ikea of supermarkets. Oh, really? You have to walk through the maze. They they also have just alcohol stores, though. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Farmington. It's it's right at the block from the museum, and they like make fresh donuts in there, so see if I could snag them in there. It'd be yeah just go up in there like and they decorate the museum like the north pole throughout december so it's gonna be cool i'm actually pretty excited i can't wait to go see that all set up and uh yeah we're gonna have a christmas show for sure so now since it's toys for tots are you gonna have like kids there is there like a kids events or is it just it's anybody families can come i'm gonna pitch it out to farmingdale throughout the village pretty big um because it's you know it's not a bar it's not you're not paying to get in it's just to bring a toy right that's the thing because nothing's costing us that's the thing. That's one of the great things about working with charities. Admission is one toy. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, you know, if you come up with a family of 30, don't bring one toy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just let's fill this truck. I want to try to get New 12 there, Newsday there, and just make it a yearly thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, so that's Hell December yeah. 9th, 6th to 9th, the American Air Power Museum, 123 New Highway, Palmdale, New York. <laughs> you know the address? Yeah, only that was, I that told was a great the, Only because I told the guy on the phone, and, and I was driving past the sign, it was 1230. That's easy. Yeah. So. <laughs> So back to Dan, what is your goal with this? What do you want to do? You want to be traveling the world? That would be cool. I mean, like, I would love for this to be my full-time job. I would love to be able to not teach, but I'm also realistic. And, like, Mm -hmm. I know that doesn't happen to everybody. So I'm trying to keep myself grounded and not look too far ahead. Just look like what's going on now. Mm -hmm. Like, as I said, like, meeting Mike the other day, it was a new opportunity. Uh, Working with Reverb Nation now is another opportunity. Working with that Cobalt company I was saying. So I'm seeing where it slowly builds to. It would be awesome if I could travel around and go to different shows. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing, so I'm trying to not. You're not really even like thinking about it. I am. I'm just trying to not get my hopes up, and I'm trying to keep. I'm saying, like, what do you want? You know, like, ideally, you want? Like, ideally, I would love to travel the world. I'd love to travel around, review shows all the time. Like, yeah. I want to expand this blog a lot more than what it is. Right now, I just don't like the money or the means or the time to really do it as much. Because I'm also, in addition to teaching and running this, I'm also in grad school full time. Oh wow! Damn. So I am busy all the time. What are you trying? What are you getting your degree in? Uh, school counseling. Okay. So yeah. you want a different job in teaching? You want to be a counselor? 
I mean, it would be cool. And um, I mean, I, for to be a teacher, you have to get your master's no matter what. Right. Um, and like right now, I teach in a low-income area where a lot of times I do counseling. I'm like, you are. I a do counselor. this. I already am at, at this <laughs> point. So like, I love it. I like talking to the kids. I like that the kids feel comfortable talking to me. Yeah. So if I could turn that into a career, that'd be great. Because like I said, I'm like, ideal. Ideally, I'd love this music to be my full-time career, but I have to be realistic. I mean, music counseling is a thing. Music counseling. Together. I don't know if I would be good at that. I mean, <laughs> music I, counselor. I don't know. <laughs> they work together. I don't know if that's really. I, I know music therapy, but yeah. I don't think I would really be qualified for that. Yeah. What's a music counselor? Yeah, it's not a job, right? Music counselor? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. I guess it's just kind of. I don't know. It's kind of made it up. But I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving me new jobs. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. We'll create our own jobs. Yeah. There create, you go. create the demand and fill the position. <laughs> Cool. We'll put it as part of live mic. We'll just have kids come in that need to listen to music. Yeah. Yo, that's it. it actually could work. Well, I, mean, that, well, that could, I guess that's music therapy. I guess so. It's like a Toys for Tots. You know, music therapy is huge. I used to teach kids with severe disabilities, yeah. and they would get music therapy sometimes. It's amazing how, how much just them hearing like, the beat will calm them down. You know? Yeah. To calm them down? Yeah. yeah. Like just what kind of music is like calming? Uh, it depends on... Mozart. It depends on the kid, really. Like, yeah. um, like I said, I teach in a low-income area, and one of the classes near mine, she found all classical music, but two current rap songs. <laughs> so, like, I'm walking by, and I was like, "Here, like, lucid that song, Lucid Dreams," and I was like, "Why does that sound so familiar?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I found the hip-hop classical music." I was like, what? Wow. And, like well, the kids hilarious. love it. It calms the kids down. They love it. So, like, how do you even guess? Like, oh, th- maybe this will work for that. Like, they just like randomly put it on. It's trial yeah. and error, dude. Yeah, just keep going. Hoping that, that it works. And these kids love music, so but they just love they love all the rap music. They listen to anything. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to one of the guys who work with with in movers. Um, one of the movers' music goals is to create the color movement within music, where they're pretty much trying to um, break down genres because now there's just so many. You know, there's genres and the subgenres and the sub subgenres. Yeah. So many different, so many different kinds. So now what they're trying to do is, um, you know, every time they have an artist submit a song to them, whatever, they have some more color they think of while they're listening to it. So, you know, like a music therapy music may be like, you know, a light purple. I'm sure blue, yeah. Yeah, like right. a blue is like any kind of blue something music. Something like a yellow, something like bright. And exactly. Yeah. Like any. Well, it's, it's funny because like when you hear a song, you can, if you're. If you think about you it. You think of yeah. a color, like what you feel a color. If someone asked you what color are you thinking right now and you call it, I promise you no matter what you listen to, you'll see a color. So, you know, that's a cool way to think that like yeah, you said that's some, that's class- very interesting concept. some classical some rap yeah you know that may still have that same feel that same color feeling the thing is tough is like everybody reacts differently to music like yeah. if i'm like not in a good mood if i'm like angry i can listen to hardcore music that like most people would think would like just make you more angry <laughs> that would calm me down like if i'm like in a really bad mood if i could just like go crazy to some hardcore breakdowns for like 20 minutes that would calm me down without a problem yeah it's like meditation. You're like getting out of you're you're fully engulfed in the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like cool. people always say, like, oh, you shouldn't listen to sad music when you're sad, things like that. I think you should. Like, I think stay with where you're at, and it will help you a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah it's a different concept. Yeah, but yeah, um, go back going back to your question. So, yeah. what I would want ideally for this to be a full time job for me to be able to travel around, I want to do more. Like I said, more within the site of I want to start doing like video interviews. Um, I want to, like, because right now I'm doing interviews and I'm just kind of typing everything up. So I would you like. You want to interview, like, the bands themselves? Well, right now you? I am interviewing bands. Like, I interviewed that band that I just did the video for. Like, we interviewed uh, through, like, Facebook video messenger the other night. Oh. 
Um, okay. Or like I will meet a band in person and interview them. But right now, so your article is about the performance you saw and and the interview that you had with the band. Sometimes. Okay. It depends. Like I I won't always just write about if I saw them live. If I like them, if I hear like a lot of bands send me their albums and their EPs prior to release, which is pretty cool and pretty wild to me. That's sick. Because that's. Okay. It says I mean, it says that they trust you as a as a music professional. And like if it's like a if it's a label or something, they'll always put the disclaimer like if you release this, <laughs> right? Basically, yeah. <laughs> so like it's wild to me that people actually trust me, but I guess if I actually released it, I could be real screwed. So yeah, definitely. Or, yeah, they have their benefits. But, um, mm-hmm. but so like I won't just do concerts. I'll do if they have just an album. Like I the review I put up today was this band 408. They're a pop punk band from Florida. I just did a new EP. Like I didn't done about being live. Um. So like the other night when I interviewed them, it wasn't because I saw them live. I just happened to be interviewing them since I knew I was going to write a review of their music video. So we just talked and, you know, I, since I saw them about a year ago, they told me what was new with it. wasn't the new music going on. Um, so yeah, not always concerts. It could be really anything. Yeah, you always mix it up. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll just, just highlight a band or an artist, like not just about them, not really so much about what they've released or yeah. just kind of more people to learn about what this guy's like. I feel like I should work for Twitch because I always tell everyone to do Twitch, yeah, no. but you should just do Twitch. <laughs> like interview people. <laughs> Dude, that's what I hear. Like, why not? What were you, you said you had an hour interview uh, talk about Twitch with someone? Yeah, last night one of my friends was talking about Twitch and they were asking me if I knew anything about it. And I had never even heard of Twitch until I watched your Ivana Leah uh, <laughs> interview. So I and no your idea. sales pitch for yeah. Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I literally pitched it, right? Yeah. Well, for anyone. She's you know? showing you reggae music. You're t- setting up her Twitch. I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I never set up the Twitch. Actually, she just went to LA. But um, yeah, like if you were interviewing bands or whoever, a member of a band on your Twitch, right. I would watch that. Cool. Why not? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the support. Yeah. Check that out. Cause uh, I don't know. You you seem like you know what you're talking about. How do, do you think? Like you're a professional. Is there a a way to be like considered a professional in this business that you're in. Uh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I don't know how much I really care about being. I don't want to be viewed as like a dumbass. <laughs> like. Yeah. I want to be viewed as professional in that, like, if I say I'll do something, I'll do it, and like. This guy's a that pro. I have. Like, what are the credentials like you can get? Like, where people are like, oh yeah. I so I actually asked my friend who's in the music industry, and she kind of said the biggest thing is just experience, like. Keep revealing. Yeah, because I, I asked and I was like, "Is there like something I could do in grad school, something like that?" And she's like, "Yes, but like, it doesn't really matter." Like she said, her former boss used to be a doctor and then just like left and decided to go to the music industry. <laughs> wow. So you can kind of do. It, like, it seems like you can just do it if you want. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like sticking to it. So like, yeah, I, I don't like to be professional in the sense of like I'm not going in like all dressed up. Like I'll walk in like this to a show and like I'll drink a beer while I'm watching them. Like I'm not like worried about that. Um, it's like, I like to do like what I want to, like I said, it's nice to run your own thing. You, you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. But I also like, I'm not going to be viewed as like the guy who's just like a flake and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, professional yeah. in that standard of like, you have expectations or you're setting standards, follow those standards. You walk the line in yeah. the middle. But yeah. like, I'll, if like a band will talk to me, like I'll very openly talk to them. Like, I'm not like, Oh, nice to meet you, sir. Like, I'll like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll talk like I've known them forever, which sometimes might not be the best. But I think it's better to be real and be who you are than yeah, be real for sure. Try to be like this professional, like, because I'm not gonna like yeah, I, like I it, at work I'm very professional. Like at teaching, like I dress up every day, so like it's nice to have this escape where like I don't have to be so formal. Yeah, people like, like that though because they know that you're coming. You're not you're real dude. You're not yeah. trying to sell your. You're not trying to sell a business. You're just selling yourself. 
Yeah, like I was, I was telling Mike uh, a couple weeks ago, we were at when we were at that event. I met the guy from Reverb Nation, and he happened to be sitting at the bar, like watching the Jets game. So I went over, and we were just like screaming about the Jets, you know, like saying any type of curse we could. And probably like twenty minutes into talking, I was like, "Oh, so you're just like sitting here to watch the game?" And he's like, "No, I'm here for the show." And I was like, "Oh, like so, who are you here to see?" And he was like, "Well, like I kind of wanted to meet you." And I was like, "Great, great first impression." But he was, <laughs> he was like, "No, like I see, I see that you're like a real normal person." And I was like, All right. "So." It works that we both were hated the Jets that day because they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate, hate the Jets every day. Finally, you never know who you're talking to. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, do you ever? Because um, I've been writing a script with my friend for like two months, right? Okay. So like, I'll find myself when I'm watching a movie, like think of how it was scripted up. Like, will you ever be like critiquing music when you're not in the mode of critiquing music or like a band? Um. Yeah, I guess, I mean, like, everything I listen to, I kind of critique, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so, like, you, you're you just in that all the time, Yeah, right? like, like on my way to work in the morning, if there's a band who sent me something, like, I'll put that on, and I'll listen to it the entire way. So, I'm kind of always in that mindset. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, even, like, new things, I'm like, like, the new, like, current rap. Like, I'm really trying hard to get into this mumble rap, because my students love it. And, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I never heard anyone say I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to, rap. just because my students love it. So, like, I'm trying yeah. to get in it. And, like, some of it, I, could, I, I can handle. But, like, even that, I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, uh, like you're always in that. I think anybody's always to, in that, that critic mode. Do you listen to the lyrics more than you listen to? Like, what do you tend to steer towards more? Music or the beat? I mean, lyrics or beat? Um, In hip-hop more, definitely the lyrics. Because I yeah. think it's way too easy to make a, a catchy beat. And yeah. I think that's why everybody's succeeding right now, where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, In regards to everything else, I think a little bit of both. Like, I like to hear the, the like actual depth and the emotion in, in lyrics. Like, I hate when it's just, like, the same like pop punk song about how your girlfriend broke up with you in high school. I'm like, like I don't want to hear this. Yeah. But like I like that, especially with a lot of the bands I write about. I always look to see if it's like anything relatable. I'm very big with having lyrics that people can relate to. Yeah. Because like who wants to who wants to listen about like like every rapper like that's why it's amazing rap is so popular. <laughs> like none of us live that life where we're killing people and like selling coke and like none of us live that crazy ass life. The rap but, is real, man. But people like love it. But like think with all the other genres, it's big that. It's something you can relate to. Like, yeah. That they're able to connect to their fans in some way, you know? For sure. Um, but in regards to instrumentals, yeah, I'm always listening to, like, you can, it's very easy to just do, like, one little guitar chord. I'm always looking for that extra, like, I don't even know how to word it, the extra, like, bang in that song, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Something what makes that, it, what something makes that stands out. Yeah, something that sets it apart from anything else. Like, especially on an album or an EP, I always look to see how the song is different from the song prior to that. Like, where... If it's not just the same repetition over and over and over, if they have any variety within their music. Yeah, I'm big on lyrics too. That's what I'm looking for. If I can't understand the song, I have no interest in it. Understand. Dude, sometimes you hear these like songs. Like the, the words, words you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I have so many hip hop artists submit music to me, and I listen to some of these raps, and it's just like, it just sounds like you got wasted, laid on your floor with your face down, and just <laughs> started talking. Because well, everyone does the mumble rap now. Yeah, exactly. Well, they admit it. They admit like they don't. They know it's bad. Yeah. yeah one rapper yesterday, who was it? It was one of these stupid mumble rappers. And he just wrote, like, I just bought my mom a house off this stupid mumble rap. Like, he even yeah. knows that, like, this, this is shit. And, yeah. like, he's celebrating it. Yeah. Yeah, so then how can you really blame him then? Right. You know? If he's admitting it. And they mumble rap for five years and they're living in a million dollar mansion and that's it. Like, William Hung. Yeah. The difference between these mumble rappers, though, and, like, people who actually have depth and, like, are really good J. is that Cole. these... Okay, so are you? Are, I'm assuming you know exactly what song I was just going to reference. Yep. <laughs> like it's true. Like the, in five years, 
They're not going to be relevant. They're going to blow all their money on all this jewelry and drugs and all this other stupid shit they're doing instead of actually saving anything. You'll be on Love and Hip Hop. Seriously. Dude, my favorite <laughs> line I've ever heard. Yeah. The last song? Yeah. The last line. Yeah. yeah. Best line ever. We on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, <laughs> I love, I, I grew up hip hop, so. So did I. Yeah, so that was pretty, that's pretty much I was, like embedded. I was a techno guy. That's what got me into music, really. Techno. Tiesto, Dead Mouse. Yeah. Sweet, like old Swedish house. Yeah, stuff yeah. Stuff like that. Dead Mouse, I hmm. love. Dead, Dead Mouse is like my relaxing music. That's your relaxing. So, that's what I'm saying, yeah. though. Everybody has their own relaxing music. Yeah, like, yeah. Have you, you ever hear the song I Remember? Uh, maybe. Did you ever hear it? I don't know the well, names the... of not one <laughs> song of that. His, older, all, his older stuff was just like such deep tone. Yeah. But like, you, you know, like in these headphones, if you're sitting here just listening to it, it just like, you just feel it. Yeah. And then I found Tiesto and then that just rolled into EDM. And then once like 2013, 2014 hit, EDM just took a total yeah. right turn to like 2012 was the best year of EDM. <laughs> and I was like, that's my window. I was never a huge EDM fan. Uh, yeah. I went to SUNY Cortland for college, though, and we had Steve Aoki and Kendrick Lamar play together. Nice. And that what? was one of the coolest shows I've ever seen. Kendrick? That's awesome. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was cool. But besides that, I've never really. It's fun. Like, the, the, into it. It too much. the festivals are fun. They're bright. Everyone is, you know, if there's a million people there, there's a million friends. It's crazy. Did you go through your uh, G Unit phase? Did you saw that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, of course I did when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Dude, I went through all of it. So, like, that's what I, that's what you're saying was relating to. Like, I couldn't relate to a word of it, but it was catchy as fuck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what, did you see the post I put up yesterday? Is that why you brought up G-Unit? No. That's a really weird coincidence, then. <laughs> no, you I put was up listening to something yesterday morning, and I put on the story, like, yes, I was obsessed with them between the ages of 11 and 12. Like, oh, you put that <laughs> up? What? what are the odds of that? Yo, that's sick. No, yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. It was in all the, the stupid little uh, a white kid who thinks I'm a gangster face. Yeah. That's hilarious. I bag Everybody jeans, did. Yeah. Long, long jerseys. Like sixth and seventh grade. My peak years of thinking I was a gangster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seventh and eighth grade for me. Like down to my. I used to have really long jerseys. Like I would wear like 2X jerseys. Really? Yeah. I used like, to have like big ass, long. like diamond stud earring. You had an earring? <laughs> I had an earring and I had my cartilage pierced. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. You went further than me, man. Embarrassed to I say, I was, always, I was always the Guido. After middle school, I stopped. Uh, I stopped all that. I wore like really small earrings after that one. Uh, what were you wearing, Mikey? Sweatsuits? No, like, I, sweats, yeah, I had. The I had wore, like the, the same had the Puma matching suits. red Adidas sweatsuit. Pretty much. I had the Puma <laughs> suits. I always wore jeans and Armani. Your guess? Oh, anything yeah. like that at Hardy with the? I had the chain out. My hair was spiked on the daily. <laughs> And you know what's funny? I yeah, we gotta see. A, we have like, to see a picture I of you from those days. We, okay, I'll get one. We need <laughs> a picture of all of us from back then. Yo, it was it's it so was, different. It was to the point where in in high school, like no one ever fucked with me. I was friends with everybody: the, the whites, the blacks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just like no one ever fucked with me, and it turned out that people thought that I was literally part of the mob. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because Pacino? I don't know. I just I I carried that image because they were probably watching growing up. Gotti, remember that show? Yeah. You probably look things just like all the sons. My mom actually taught one of the Gaudis. My mom was a chemistry teacher. And uh, she had one of the Gaudis when they were in high school. They went to St. Dominic's. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in sixth grade, people thought I was in the mafia. I'm going to start the hunt for the they, video picture. They would call me Uncle. Uncle. <laughs> they would call me Uncle Rizzo. Yeah. That was Mikey in B. In sixth grade. Like 11 years old. Yeah. <laughs> they would kiss my hand. It was weird, yo. <laughs> I don't know if they were just messing with me. I used to live in Queens before I moved out here. Okay. So maybe they were fucking with me. Ozone Park. Okay. I teach in Far Rockaway. Oh, right My mom's at Scholars Academy over there. Really? Yeah, that's where she teaches. Well, Scholars isn't too far from us. Yeah, no, it's in the Rockaway. 
go to New Park, Howard Beach, some pizza? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you know where I've got a lot of pizza, though? Where is it? Um, it's like Sheep's Head Bay or somewhere over there. I can't. It's like the biggest pizza. Ever Roses? No. no. Spumoni Gardens? Oh. No, but that that is one we used to go to. It's overrated. Really? <laughs> it's going to bother me the whole time. Facebook oh. changed the freaking layout again, and I can't find my profile. <laughs> For what? For yeah, that's why I hate social media. If it wasn't for having this blog, I would not have. Facebook. I would have Instagram. I like Instagram. Yeah. Mark, like, Mark I hate Stop. Facebook. I hate. Absolutely hate it. I hate just having to post when I not whenever I want, but like every day because I have to. Right. You know. So that's annoying. what I was trying to. That's what me and Mike were talking about with like all these other events we've been going to. Like people need to have that social media presence. Like that. People don't account for how big that is. It's mandatory now. It yeah. is. If it wasn't for social media, no one would know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's. Just especially with reviews. So I like we were talking about like setting up advertisements before. I always send every band my review. I always send them something that they could post, and every band shares it. But they don't. Sh- they share it through their Facebook, through their Instagram. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for that, I would be nowhere. I'd be hating my life, still teaching and doing the same thing every day. Like, and just writing on your own. <laughs> yeah, just writing on my own for me to read. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, social media is big. huge. People just don't account for it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand because it's so easy. It, it it's annoying and it's time consuming. But it is so easy to do. To just do it and not be afraid of uh, lap feedback, I guess. Honestly, you got to look at it. Like, I'm surprised I've never really gotten any feedback. Like, like uh, there's not really many comments that ever happen or anything. Like, for me to really get much feedback, but like, uh, who cares? Like, you get feedback. Feedback is feedback. Like, it's good. Right? And, like people say, any press is good press. I'm a big believer of that. Like, so though that, like I said, that band in the beginning that was upset, like. Lack didn't luster. stop me still still getting bigger so like any press is good press whether it's someone talks about your like if anyone says i'm a bad writer like that's all right you still read it yeah we still went to the website i still have one little like you know like you said one word too lackluster like that's how does that offend you right especially it's when i didn't like, even name them that's why i was like if you want like i'll, I'll talk about each band specifically like, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> no, we're you really right. want to go down that road no, uh, like, I don't have, like I said, I don't have the intention of talking bad about anyone because I'm not a musician myself. I don't have the right to knock someone else's talent yeah. just because I just because I might think they suck. Yeah, man. Screw that. <laughs> so what's next for you, man? <sighs> you got any shows this weekend? Um, I'm going to a show on the 17th. Uh, I'm going like through Cobalt Company. Is this band Staleworth? They're like a little more like alternative like emo band they're long island band and they're headlining and they're pretty I, I like them i've written reviews of their albums they're pretty good so i'm going to see that and they have a few bands that i've never really heard of opening for them so it'll be cool to see how they're doing um yeah. besides that just still like i have like a lot of reviews like on the list right now that have to be done the next few weeks so, like that's a good thing i haven't had a lull in my work yet like i haven't had a time where like it's been a couple of weeks where like i haven't heard from a band or like anything like that like that's that's the cool thing i'm always getting Staying busy. Because yeah. you're staying consistent, yeah. you're just yeah. banging them out. So someone's always sending me something, or I'm either getting an email or someone's messaging me on any social media, which is great. Like it, it sucks at the same time because I'm like, damn, I have a lot to go through. <laughs> but it's nice because I could also be getting nothing, so I can't complain. Yeah. You do Twitter too? Yeah, I. Oh wow. So I do Twitter. The I don't really do Twitter in the sense of like I'm not going on and really tweeting anything original. Like I'll share anything I put on Instagram. I'll share it to Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so yeah. that's basically how that's I'm how keeping I use it Facebook. Up. That's how I use Instagram too. Yeah, it's there, but it's just like in- Instagram it. is what I solely put everything through. Me too. Everything, yeah. and then I do that little share button underneath where it goes <laughs> to Facebook and Twitter, and yeah. some like I the only thing that sucks is like you can edit it when it goes to Facebook, 
So Doesn't like I change. can I can like tag the artist or, or put a link in it. But you can't edit it when it goes to Twitter. So if they have like a different handle on Twitter than they do on Instagram, mm-hmm. then I'd have to like either delete it or repost it. Or most of the times I don't really give a shit. I'm like, I hope <laughs> you guys see it. We'll Could you it. comment and like tag them maybe? I guess. I mean, I never really have because yeah. Twitter. I keep hearing everyone tell me. Everyone tells me like Twitter's huge. Twitter's huge. I haven't seen the reason for it yet. Like I think my Instagram, my Facebook are much more successful than my Twitter is. I think Twitter's bigger after you already get big. Yeah. Because then you can interact and like. Twitter's just like the un the one unfiltered social network, where it's just like, I yeah, mean, you know, short of the stupid Facebook videos out of it. But like on Twitter, it's just like you have a stupid thought or a stupid idea, just tweet it. <laughs> yeah. Stupid idea. You want to? You're sitting. You're sitting watching TV and you know you see the other day, freaking Panera. I got a grilled cheese and they forgot the cheese. <laughs> I wanted to tweet it. That's well, what you, I wanted well, to do. You just have bread. Well, for, they forgot my tomato soup and they gave me a grilled cheese with no cheese. So, what is that? So you just ate grilled so, bread? So what, you had toast? <laughs> yeah, it was literally, yeah. it was toast. And there was a couple pieces of cheese melted in the box. <laughs> it wasn't on the bread? No, there was, there was Friday, a horribly rainy night. So that's, so, like, that's like a true definition of that's not my job. Yeah. Like, my mom, put your own damn mom, cheese on. My mom brings home all the Panera for everybody. And I have, they forgot my soup and I got bread. So I'm like, I'm going back. Now I got to leave my house. And I was so pissed. And I went back and I told the manager, I was like, I just want to show you what came out of your kitchen. I brought the sandwich back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I went there so pissed. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking flip out on them. I'm gonna just end up getting Chipotle next door because I'm just, I don't trust them anymore. Yeah. And I went there and I showed the sandwich. She just hands me my bag of remade food and I just left. But uh, like that, you know, I'm not gonna go on Facebook. Better. I'm not gonna go on Facebook and post status. But like that's what I would want to tweet. That's See, what Twitter's for. You it's probably better yell. off. You would have yelled something. Someone would have recorded it. You would have been all over yeah, social whatever. media the next day. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at this dick who's in Panera. The only people just trying to do their job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't go to Yelp and like. <laughs> no, I'm not a sucks. Yelper. <laughs> I forgot my freaking cheese. I, the people that are Yelpers are scariest people in the world. Seriously. Like if you're a direct. A quick, impulsive Yelper. Like, yeah. Don't even hang out with that person. And you got power as a Yelper. Yelp yeah. could ruin your business. Which is crazy to me because anybody can be it. on Yelp. Yeah. yeah. That's why like, I, I don't understand how... If you get like... If you see like a hundred negative reviews, then yeah, believe it. But like I find it nuts the people who believe like that one review, like worst place I've ever been. Like I've seen yeah. it about places <laughs> that I love and yeah. I'm like, this is the best place I've ever been. What are you talking about? Oh, no. You know the... So this is a, a sales thing that we learned because I used to knock doors and people would be like, you're, you're rating on a better business bureau is uh is like a b plus and like we weren't an a plus at the time and we were like yeah well you know what you wouldn't believe it but disney world is actually an f rating on the better <laughs> and like and, is it really well since then it got up it's like a c now but at that point it was an f so That's we were fine. telling people like they have the most negative reviews of any place in the world and like and they're multi-billionaires yeah so <laughs> you like, also think of it anyone who's really that inclined to go on yelp is someone who's going to complain Exactly. Anyone, Most people don't write good things. That's what, that was what we would say. We'd be like, yeah, like you're writing a review. Most people who go on and write a review are mad. Like they're in yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go yelp this shit. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 And then another one was like, oh, the Honda Civic, you know, the number one rated car in the world or whatever, has the most negative reviews of any car. Like one car that's proven to be indestructible and will still like ride with no tires. It's like yeah. the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> so now put solar panels on your roof. Thank you. Have a good yes. Day. Well, no, that's like all right. Next objection, and they'd be like, "All right, well, I also don't like how they look." And like <laughs> you have to go over that one, and like every single objection. So, but yeah, I forgot what you were saying before that. I was gonna. Oh, I had you were a, just talking about Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking media. about Twitter, social media. But I was gonna ask you. Your reviews, do you tend to take like a comical approach or is it like, do you try to make them funny or 
informative, strictly informative? Like? Uh, I guess I would say strictly informative. Like, it's all opinion-based, so I'll talk about, like, if I hear a song that reminds me, like, the band I wrote about today that I just put up, like, they had one song that reminded me a lot of, like, old Blink-182. So, like, I referenced that. So, like, it is, like, very informative and straight to the point. But you're not getting also, you're not getting sarcastic and like condescending or ever or no. like any kind of way. Any, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Especially because that could be taken so many different ways. Like I yeah. might be like, yeah, I'm just joking around, and that band could be like, yo, what the, the, the fuck? Hell? Yeah, like, like <laughs> what do you mean? So I just try to make it very informative as I can, and but I also like will throw my personality into it. I'll throw mm. my opinion. I'll say like, like I talked, I wrote a review of this band, uh, Aimless Again. They're a punk rock band, and one of their songs, all I could think about. Was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two in like that, uh, in like the factory one, you know, like that very oh, first Matt. Yeah, and, like yeah. I mentioned that in the review, like how like I could totally hear this song being played, like the same one that like Goldfinger had the song Superman on, and like all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this could definitely be a song that was on the soundtrack of Tony Hawk. So I wrote about that. So like yeah. I- I'll throw in my own opinion. Actually, and that got a lot of like positive feedback from saying that, which was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. I'll throw in my That's own. That's just thing. such a little thing, but it's it's real. Like the first thing I thought of. Yeah. That's why I like to write when I first hear a song. It was the first thing I thought of. Like this is a song that you should be going down that ramp and like looking for the stupid tape. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get the money or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This shit in the air. I forget. I forget. I used to play Dave Mira a lot. The BMX one. Yeah, yeah Dave yeah. Mira freestyle BMX, and uh, the Sublime song was in it, and that was the one that. That's when I first heard Sublime. Really? Yeah. Early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and light me up that cigarette. And I was like, yo, this song's catchy. And I look them up and like Sublime's an actual band. I was yeah. like, oh, this is just like a video game song. I think that was like when I was like noticing that bands getting on video games is big. Like, huge. That's yeah. huge. Like, because it was embedded in me. Right. I knew the whole song, but I never knew who Sublime was or anything about it. Yeah, but it's so, true. It's a good way to get out there. Yeah, these days everybody only plays sports games, gun games, Halo, or you know, there's not a need right. for that kind of music. Or Fortnite, Fortnite's a thing now. Yeah, it's all yeah. they play. Well, 2K and Madden, you since you're on the menus a lot, mm-hmm. that's when they hit you with the music. Oh, it's really? mostly hip hop, really though. Yeah, of yeah. Course. yeah. It's always been like that, especially with 2K. It's always been like that. Yeah. Oh, you know another one, Need for Speed Underground too. Yes, that's how I heard yes. Riders on the Storm. Riders was, yeah. on the Storm, yes. <laughs> and every time I hear that song, I imagine myself in my garage in the game, yeah. customizing my car. There's like a few a few games where the soundtrack is like so memorable. Like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Well, like nothing yeah. will ever beat that soundtrack. Yes. The best nineties <laughs> hip hop like ever You're right. Made. Yeah. Like, Changing the radio station. To, Even, like, uh, Guitar Hero. Like, Guitar Hero's got a list of songs that you'll always remember as the Guitar Hero songs. Yeah. I wasn't too big in the Guitar Hero Garage Band. That was my game. I love Guitar Hero. Yeah. It made made me be able to actually do something I'll never be able to really do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they make, like, I saw on Shark Tank, they made, like, a, a, a guitar, like, Guitar Hero. There is a Guitar Hero game where it's actually strings. Yeah, it is, but it's yeah. buttons too. It's so hard though. It's like I can't play it. No, I'm saying this is a real <laughs> guitar, but oh, with really? buttons. Yeah, I saw. So that. it played. It, it was on Shark Tank. Like it, you press the buttons to yeah. play the guitar, and it's a real I guitar. I did see that. Yeah. How? Insane. That's that's a little crazy. That's insane. Because that's like that, lazy. Well, <laughs> one of the, one of the guys, so um, my friend Mike, the one who was in Trick the Riddle. Yeah. He was yeah. telling me that. Uh, he was telling me about that guitar. And he was saying, he was like, that changes the game completely. He said, because, you know, you can only play a certain amount of notes at a time. But if you've made it electronic now, it just totally changes the game of what you're able to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, it changed everything. Yeah. It could literally change the guitar game forever. I would love to learn how to play guitar. I would, too. 
I can put saxophone. I'm trying to learn ukulele right now. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I'm hanging out with Bono a lot. She gave me a ukulele. See? So, <laughs> <laughs> now so you have to learn. Now I got to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, no, just, I was always a saxophone guy. Yeah. That's the only You instrument. can't be that guy that takes a gif and like hangs it on your wall. No, <laughs> no. I ha- it's like in my bed. It's like next to me. Because I'm just like, I didn't know like you're only supposed to move your wrist like in your hand. You're not supposed to like. If you ever watch it, now that you point that out. They it only, is a very loose wrist that plays it's it. It's only a loose wrist, yeah. Yeah, because every time you watch, you're like, how the hell are they doing that? Yeah. Like, how, yeah. how are they making all those sounds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, you don't, you use, like, this finger, like, and push, like, down. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yo, can I do. This one? What? I just realized that my headphones are extremely loud. It's, I don't know which one it is, but it's one of those, it's not the fourth one. It's one, two, or three. Yo, 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 yo. Good? Very good. Yeah, yeah. My ears are just starting to hurt now. We're an hour and five <laughs> minutes in, and now you, <laughs> <laughs> you realize I thought I could hurting. tolerate it, but now it's starting to annoy me. So. <laughs> you tolerated it for an hour and a half. Do we have to leave at one thirty? Uh, Ryan's leaving his house at one thirty, so to come here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm allowed. I can go. Yeah. Oh, so she said yeah. Yeah, she said yeah. Was she excited? She doesn't text too excitedly. All right, I'll give her a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we've been talking for over an hour. Tell you, time just flies How away crazy with this. That's crazy to me. Isn't it nuts? It's Dude, like when I was driving here, like I'm not gonna have anything to say about myself. Like I'm not an interesting person. Like who, well, I told who you, gives a shit about me. Timeline and then just personal stories break off from there. You can't Dude, help it. Everybody has a story to tell. That's the tagline or whatever that mm-hmm. you call it for this show. Everyone has something to say. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, all right, so let's kind of sum it up. You know, what else? How do we uh, follow you? your life and your reviews and um so i have a website it's the afterhoursreview.com nice simple easy to remember um and i also have instagram facebook and twitter all in support of it all at the after hours review they're easy. all the same handle so beautiful nice and easy to find uh i try to write two to three reviews a week so every monday wednesday and friday typically i'll always go for fridays because friday is a big new music friday it's a huge hashtag um so i'll typically go with that so either Lately, now with grad school and everything, I've been doing two a week. So either Monday or Wednesday, and definitely Friday. So each week you'll have a new one. Um, in addition to that, I have Spotify playlists on the website. So any band or artist I write about usually gets a feature on the blog's like main playlist mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, whether it's a month or two. Like, cause I have, I try to cap it between like fifty and sixty songs, which is kind of crazy the amount. But like when you think about the amount of bands and artists I come across on a daily basis, like it can yeah. be hundreds. So. I want to give each band enough recognition that, like, I don't want to just put one song, you know? Like, I want people to be able to hear, like... That's why they like They're not, like, reviews, a one-hit wonder, you know? Like, yeah. you're putting hard... You're putting a lot of work and time into it. They yeah. Can, and people can tell. So, I do that, and then I have, um... I do, like, throwback playlists every Thursday. And nice. it's, like, mostly music that... I try to make it that inspired bands that I've written about. So, like, you'll hear a lot of, like, pop punk and a lot of... Like anything, you can. I had a throwback playlist a few weeks ago. It was all hardcore songs, and then I had a throwback playlist this past week. But like Dave Matthews Band was on it, so like I, I'll switch it up no matter what. Um, Instagram is the biggest, definitely. That's the most that you'll see the most posts on. Definitely the, the social media to follow if you're going to follow any. But yeah, just check out the website at, like at least twice or three times a week, and you'll see new stuff every time you go on. Awesome. After hours review is that just because you go late to shows late? Um. There was a very big conversation. I was talking, I, so I have three sisters, and I was talking to one of them about a name, and we sat for like hours one day just trying to figure it out. And we wanted it to be representative of the fact that, like, this is not like my job. It has nothing to do with 
what my daily life is like. So it's like the after hours because like I go teaching every day. So it's after my regular work hours. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So that's where that idea came from. I get it. That's good. So like I thought of it differently. So it's cool. You can think of it different ways. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, because not every show is after. I've been I've been to a few shows that start at like noon. So I can't <laughs> say every show is like in, at night. You know. True. True. I heard a, I heard this girl the other day. She's a guitarist, and she was playing the seven a.m. to nine a.m. shift at Starbucks. Oh, that sounds awful. I didn't even know that that was a musician. I mean, you, it has to. Just I didn't be even like, know that Starbucks has musicians. That shows how, how, how I. much I go into Starbucks. I hate Starbucks. I never saw a star, uh, Starbucks. The first time musician. I've been to Starbucks in about two years was when I met you last week. Yeah, and I didn't even go on coffee. Yeah, I would go broke if I drank Starbucks coffee. All oh day. yeah, even tea. and it wasn't even that good. I was disappointed. Even their Burned. tea. Is three dollars for and tea. expensive? They're crazy. <laughs> who who has the money? To spend? Live Mike does not. Like I would Starbucks. imagine that a Starbucks, uh, a Starbucks, like performance, is probably just like acoustic, like playing the guitar. Yeah, like no one guitar. wants to hear some crazy shit at seven a.m. No, yeah. that's like no one wants to hear anything. At 7 <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I saw that shit, post like, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like I'm driving to work and like I'm like I don't even want anyone to look at me through my window. Like I'm not a morning person at all. Nah, so I would either. if I walk into Starbucks to someone singing like fucking Alanis Morissette, I'd be like, shut <laughs> the hell up. That's what it would be, Alanis Morissette shit. Yo, so what? She invited people to come to her show at I Starbucks. I just I found her through the. Long Island Music hashtag, and then I saw that she was like, "Yeah, catch me at I was catch, no, me, catch me at Starbucks." Yeah, catch me at Starbucks on Merrick seven a.m. Seven a.m. It's like, damn, much appreciated. Well, you can do it now. You quit your job. You have the time to get up at seven and do that. Yeah, right. Ten oh, bucks at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but then you got to pay thirty dollars for a coffee. Ten dollars. Do you think she makes any money off that? Like, maybe. You know, is it just to gain? You know, what's funny is now that I'm doing all this live mic stuff. And, you know, we're all, we try to offer a big thing like you can make money off your music now. It's interesting. I love hearing how artists get paid from other gigs. Like, you know, they tell me, oh, yeah, I got five gigs this week. It's like, how many are paying you? And some of the, sometimes they're like, none. So it's like, I doubt Starbucks paid her to be there. You know, that's something right. like this girl was just trying to get out there. And she was like, hey, let me sit here and play my acoustic guitar for two hours at seven o'clock in the morning. And, you know, let me just be here. So. I mean, I guess ideally, if you're gonna go to Starbucks, that's the time you want, right? Like, it's, well, she's at, it's it gonna was, be the most traffic. It was the Farmingdale train station, and of course, you know, every town is up and coming. The first person to move in is Starbucks, and yeah. you know that seven a.m. Like, like in Mineola, you met me at that Starbucks in Mineola. They're building another damn Starbucks down the road. Like, I went. To, I don't even go to that one enough. I went to the. Don't, we don't need another. I went to school downtown in the city, and when I got off the A train, um, I had to walk. I think three and a half blocks to my school, and I passed three Starbucks. It's ridiculous. But that's probably paying six thousand dollars a month in rent. It's they should have. Honestly, I'm thinking about this. I don't Starbucks even get thing. why people like it. I still went to the, the mom and pop. Either. I no, I still got coffee from the coffee cart in the morning. Because for three bucks, I get a massive coffee and breakfast, and my school's right there. Or I walk her, she's go to Starbucks, spend like twenty four dollars. And get a fake sandwich and burn coffee. <laughs> yeah. so I'm still going to the coffee why stand. Why is everyone so lazy? Like, but make your own fucking coffee in the morning. Like, yeah. Why, yeah, why right? do we live in such a late... Like, who has the... How can you spend three fifty on a coffee every single day? Like, you're not broke. <laughs> I was a Dunkin' guy because I tell them milk and sugar and they give it to me and it's perfect every single time. Starbucks, to give me a freaking cup of black, fill to the top, that's 4,000 degrees, and now I got to go pour your hot coffee in your garbage can <laughs> and make my own coffee. See? Every Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm in the total opposite with Dunkin'. I like Dunkin' and I would prefer the coffee. But yeah. like, I feel like they, they do terrible with the sugar. But like you're, you're, you're drinking like fucking sand every time you drink it any. Yeah, well, that was why I liked it because it was always so sweet. <laughs> 
Like it will all come up. I'm like, I, I came here for coffee, not sugar. Yeah. Like you like, and you if you ever look at it, look in the bottom of a cup, like especially iced coffee. Yeah. The whole like first layer is just sugar. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I like going into a place like the, the, the deli this morning. I went to this guy. I walk in, guy, yo, well, what do you want? <laughs> yo, <laughs> butter roll, toast, coffee, milk, and sugar. Done. Beautiful cup, tastes good. Go into Starbucks, and you automatically be kind of got to become a fruit. You know. Can I get a, a venti frappuccino <laughs> with two pumps of hazelnut, hold the cream, put a cherry on top? Like, that's how you have to order it. I went the first time with the Starbucks. I remember I ordered a medium. And she was like, oh, do you mean a grande? And I'm like, if it's the cup between the small one and the big one, that's the one I want. It's the language that you got to use there. Well, they know. I mean, I've done that, too. There's, it only happened once yeah. years ago, the first time I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't I know if that's now they I mean. don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, they, no. they just, like, the other day I went it. in, I was like, just give me the biggest one you have. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, this. I was like. I don't know. That looks pretty big, yeah. I actually saw first time ever uh, in the Sunrise. You know where the Sunrise Mall is? Yeah. The Starbucks that was right in the middle by the elevator, Duncan moved in. That's the first Starbucks I've ever seen closed that Duncan took over. Crazy. I'm thinking about this Starbucks performance thing. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's cool. If they had a Starbucks stage, like they do Starbucks like stage stuff. Yeah. Like especially in the real busy ones, like in the city. If they just made it bigger and like had a little stage, like I think yeah. people would actually like but that. You know what the thing is though? I feel like a lot of people use Starbucks to work. Like when me and him were talking yeah. to Starbucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. we we're just chatting, and the people, ne- every single person next to us, is sitting there on their laptops with their headphones on. Don't matter. Yeah. So the other the other thing with that is they're gonna have to be stuck to like very tight knit genre because you can't have it has to be like, like the acoustic. Yeah, stuff. and yeah. it's gonna have to be all soft. Like they never like even if a band. That's what I like about a lot of these bands. They can play acoustic and do the same. Yeah. Well, like, still, even with just their acoustic, they're going to be too too much for a Starbucks. Like, you're gonna you need to find... Because Starbucks plays coffeehouse music. So, if you just find a, someone who plays coffeehouse, you don't think it would be... Piano and... I think it would be a good idea. Piano, I just think they're going to be... It's like a There's library. not going to be that room for so much variety. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a library. You know, I'm saying, like, the yeah. music... Who's going to perform in a library? It's got to be so quiet. I'm saying the music that they play anyway. Yeah. Just have it be live. It's true. That'd be cool. The music that's playing in there. Yeah. Which like the Alanis Morissette or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, but that's you know Man, that's, that would be cool. But... That's also like a mom and pop kind of coffee thing, you know. Like you go to a coffee house. See, which... I feel like it would be cooler in something like that. I don't know. Okay, I like the intimate that. and original setting thing. So yeah. like maybe that anything in a Starbucks, I wouldn't support because like fuck Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> like go to like a local yeah. coffee shop and have something in there. Like I yeah. like that little homegrown. Then it's a little different. Yeah, it's, it's more of a personal feel to it. The, I um, like coffee house. Do you, are you before. familiar with Farmingdale much? Yeah, for like. I think it was a couple months. You know what Meatball is? Mm-hmm. Right across the street, there was a coffee shop called Cafe Dolce Vita for a small amount of time. You ever hear of it? No. You ever hear of it? Tiny little place. I uh, I, I managed it for a while. The guy opened it up, and it was this awesome little concept. It was it was this really cool concept where, um, you know, it, just, it was all little coffees, pastries. It had a beautiful $20,000 espresso machine, which I love using. Flavored coffees, and uh, he had a little pizza oven in there, and he had this this different kind of pizza called Pinza, which is just a different kind of dough. It was gluten-free. It tasted good, and it was, we were the only ones in America to have it. So it was an awesome concept. Every so often, we put a musician in there, you know, single guy. We did psychic nights once a month, and the people who came loved it, but this guy just never advertised it away. And I was like, you are the only coffee shop that you can go to at, t- at 9 o'clock at night, sit down, and have a cappuccino. That doesn't exist anywhere, and somehow he still let it fail. That was like the coolest place I worked at. You were saying though, like social media is huge. Yeah, he just wouldn't do it. You know, so simple. He didn't want to advertise. He wasn't in the social media world. He didn't let me do what I should have been doing as a manager. 
and then and then he laid me off and then he closed the place down i was like you you had the only coffee shop in farmingdale that you can go get an espresso or cappuccino this is all on you yeah i know so i want i love that i want a coffee shop little pizza place you know a little tiny thing like that where you can have that kind of music because that's a nice setting yeah yeah and it doesn't exist flux coffee on main street's really the only one that the witch's brew what do you think uh, of this this was something i've been thinking about for years let's do it (laughs) a restaurant uh-huh. All right, so like I don't really like going to bars and like getting wasted and shit, but like I like places that. So I want somewhere that's like open late, mm-hmm. that'll have, and I don't like fucking fast food either. Right. So late with healthier food, mm-hmm. like kind of like Chipotle level or better. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like music, and like just like a lounge. A lounge. Like a. But it's open late, like yeah. like it's open to like two a.m. Yeah, even during the week, like midnight's a good shutdown time during the week. Cause yeah. Sometimes you know if you're not doing anything at ten o'clock at night, like you want to go somewhere, you don't just want to sit home. And then Friday exactly. and Saturday, you want to go out, and it's like, oh, I can't go. I can't just go get a beer no. on Friday night at ten o'clock. Yeah. Because, I'm cause saying you're like, be out for at least two hours. You're gonna start with one, then you're gonna have six. Then you're taking an Uber home. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. But no, that places like that don't exist. No. And it sucks. No. Maybe and in I, Brooklyn or some shit. I'm sure there's a few somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Williamsburg might have, but still, I would love that. Or like, they, maybe they could have wine. That's what I, I want. You know? My my menu. I want pizza, brick o- little brick oven pizzas, little paninis, salads, wine, you yeah. know, small pasta dishes, and that's it. You know, just simple pickings. <laughs> so basically, Coffee, an Italian bar. restaurant. I might have, is, is what but like what small what stuff. Saying. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> this is why everyone thinks you're in the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> nice espresso machine. Yeah, I hear you. So yeah, I guess I'm down with that. I don't know what it's called, but I definitely <laughs> want to open something. I've been to one of them before. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. You literally explained like the classic Italian restaurant: brick yeah. oven pizza, paninis, <laughs> wine. Like you, you, there was no originality A good in that. Sauce, espresso, <laughs> and sweet. The originality. Gelato. Specialized in rice balls. <laughs> Still a huge Italian gourmet thing. rice balls. Yo, a food truck of rice balls, all different rice balls. I would, dude. I literally all have all different. I literally have. You a, would need a to menu. find the perfect location for that. I have a menu already like written out for that. Smorgasbord or whatever. Yo, that would you would get a lot of business yeah. if you did it in there. Yeah, I have a menu written out for that already. No exaggeration. It's called Chinis. Chinis. Because in Italian, arancini is rice ball. Oh, so it's called Chinis. You sure you want to get in the music industry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chef. I went to culinary school in Italy. <laughs> yeah, he's he loves food. I just I like cooking at home though. Like yesterday, did you see my Instagram yesterday? My my personal one. Probably. I had three things on my Instagram. I had. Wait, I don't think I have you on. Probably your not. Real don't even know. Don't even know. I didn't even I know you had one. All all my Instagram was was I made waffles in the morning with filet mignon and eggs. That was breakfast. After that, my next post was just a big pot of basil, tomatoes, mozzarella, meat, sausage, and it was just my Sunday dinner ready to go. And then the third picture was my perfect three level cappuccino. And that was it. That's my Sunday. So do you do it for a presentation? Like you make it look real nice. I do sometimes. My girlfriend yeah. could give two shits. Yeah, yeah. But you know, sometimes you want to like give it that final yeah. touch. I spent six months in culinary school. Like I, I try to make it look nice sometimes, and I just devour it. Obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gone. Yeah, take a picture. No, I can't ever. I can't be a chef again. I've done that. It's just not worth it. So you won't work in Chinese. Oh yeah, I'll <laughs> work in Chinese. So you got to work in there. <laughs> I wanted to name the place Voni. Because you know, uh, got bone. Yeah. Like bone, like w- when you eat too much, you over bone. Interesting. You're a little bony. Like you, you eat so just, much. You could just call it. Gav- you could just call like it. it. Bones. Yeah. It's, a, it's an original idea. I like it. Yeah, got bone. Unique. Bonies. So let me, like look, let me work on bonies. 
Uh, Dan, do you have any closing words? We kind of like to, we, we ask, if you had something you could say to the world, right, and they were all listening for some reason, what would you, what's the message you would want to get out to the world? Um, don't be afraid to try new things. I mean, I think that was a huge thing with me. I was nervous to step into it all. And the response I've gotten has been amazing. I mean, like, it makes it all worth it. But if I was too scared to step in, I would have never known. You never know the potential you have until you actually try it. So, I mean, use me. I mean, not saying I'm anything successful, but use me as an example. Like, I went from thinking this would be nothing to actually being known by some people. Yeah, so, and you people know, co- t- covering your mission, yeah, sending, you, like, sending you stuff. Put the effort in, and you know, as long as people see that you have heart and you're actually passionate about what you're doing, like you're. For most people, they're the only ones that are stopping themselves. You know, I, there's, there's way too much doubt. There's way too much second guessing. Like, there's no time for that shit. Because the more you think about it, the less you're gonna do it. The more you really think like this might not work. The more you care about other people's opinions. Not not to say you shouldn't care about what people think, but. Even like family, like if I went by what my family first said originally, like I probably wouldn't be doing it, you know? So you kind of just got to go with what you think and what you're passionate about and good things will come your way. Get out of your own way. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the biggest thing. Get out of your own way. Get out of your mindset of like, what if this doesn't work? And like, find out it doesn't work. At least then you know, you know? Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks well, for coming course. on. Thank you for having me. I'll come on anytime. I think you should come back. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got real comfortable as it went on. I oh. saw your body language. Oh, dude, I was freaking out on the drive here. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I, I don't know what to say. There's going to be a microphone. You know, I'm talking to a fucking microphone. <laughs> and now you're, look. Now you're here talking. we are. Beautiful, man. Thank you for coming on. We'll have you again soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Mike, anything? This is Rizzo on the Move. We're live on the mic with Dan from the After Hours Reviews. Just remember, everybody's a grain of sand on the beach. What makes you stand out? Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Um, Feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. (laughs) Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.